0: Yes, on Wednesdays we do get the privilege of talking to the Hall of Famer, the legendary voice of the Suns, Al McCoy, who joins us right now for Al about the Suns here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Al, good morning. How are you today, sir? Well, good morning. Good morning, and uh,
1: certainly a nice victory for the Suns last night, and. How can you not like it Uh, with Booker out there with 32 points uh, the 19 assists for CP3 another double-double for DA against uh, you know a team uh, that's been one of the best in the West all year Sacramento so uh, a nice victory.
0: Yeah Uh, the last time we talked to you Al uh, last Wednesday we were still about 15 hours away from the seismic trade that went down (laughs) things have changed a lot we haven't seen the results of those changes just yet but we have had a chance to pick your brain or hear your thoughts on the trade of Kevin Durant.
1: Well, actually, I thought it was terrific. And my answer to that is, uh, in any team sport, uh, you want to be competitive. You want to be at your best and you want to be a factor. Uh, But if you want to be a champion, sometimes you have to jump out on the edge. And uh, I think the Suns have been maybe uh, what we're talking about of late. They've been good. Uh, They've been competitive. But they haven't been able to finish. And with a trade like uh, bringing in uh, who we know is going to be in uniform after the All-Star break, uh, it's it's jumping off the edge and heading for a championship. So, again, getting KD, I think, was a tremendous move.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I look at KD and just his presence, you can tell that it's sharpened the focus of everybody else on the floor. It's almost as if they want to impress KD as much as KD wants to impress his new city.
1: Well, I think that's true, and you touched on this earlier. Uh, the other players that uh, James Jones and the Suns have brought in have certainly added strength to that uh, bench area, which they're going to need come playoff time. But uh, the Suns, uh, in the last couple of weeks, have made some very, very strong moves.
0: No doubt. Uh, Al McCoy, our weekly guest. Al about the Suns here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. mornings. Uh, I always like asking you about this next player, Al, because I know you're a fan and I know you go to bat for DeAndre Ayton a lot, but it's easy to go to bat for him right now. First time in his career, he's had a span of five straight games with 20 or more points. He's playing with that force, but he's also playing with an efficiency. Just wanted to get your thoughts on what you're seeing from D.A. right now. Well, he's playing
1: great. I mean, no question about it. And then you look ahead with uh, with DeAndre Ayton and Kevin Durant on the floor together. Boy, what you can see for D.A. is going to be just fantastic because uh, he's going to have so many open looks. He's going to have so many open drives to the hoops because uh, who's going to drop off Durant? I mean, you've got to defend or double-team Kevin Durant, and who does that leave open, taking the ball to the hoop? D.A. So I think uh, looking ahead, uh, it's this is uh, something that's really going to open up this game. And as I said, he's playing great right now, no question about yeah, it.
2: Right. Now, before the reality happens, um, I'm just curious, what what, what are you going to remember about Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson? Because obviously, Al, you know, they were a tremendous homegrown fan favorites. And they all understand that, hey, look, the Suns had a chance to get Kevin Durant. This is no hard feelings here. But but I I know these guys meant a lot to you as well. Well, they grew up here.
1: And I think that uh, probably is the most important thing. But again, I go back to what I mentioned a moment ago. Do you want to be just a really good competitive team? Or do you want to go for the championship? And sometimes you have to give a little to get in that position. And that meant, of course, giving up two very fine young players, as the Suns did. As I said, uh, I certainly appreciated what they contributed. And I think I will remember, as I mentioned, they both grew up. Bridges terrifically did. And we still were kind of waiting for Cam to take that extra step. But they did grow up with as members of the Suns, no question about it.
0: After the trade happened, Al, so many people said, hey, how do you feel about the trade? And, yeah, I was excited about it. How can you not be excited about Kevin Durant coming to town? You can also have that sadness mixed in that two of your favorite players or popular players are on the on the way out the door. But I look at it this way, and I've learned from history myself. I mean, I go back to 1988 when the Suns traded Larry Nance in a package to Cleveland to get Kevin Johnson. And you're thinking, he's the backup point guard. What, What are they doing? Well, it worked out pretty well. In 92, they trade three starters for Charles Barkley. It worked out pretty well. Uh, you know, there's been uh, so many examples. I mean, there were people upset about the Chris Paul trade. So I totally agree with you about, st- I, and I like the way you put it, stepping to the edge and trying to win a championship uh-huh. because it's been 55 years, and we can all agree it's about time that that happens. Well, we know that our
1: fans get uh, very attached to players. Yes. And you mentioned <laughs> yes. and and the, the Larry Nance and the Charles Barkley. Remember those trades so well, and the fans respond because our our Suns fans are terrific here, and they do get very attached to players. But uh, this one uh, was almost a no brainer; it really
2: was. Yeah, and and you could throw Kelly Oubre into that mix. You're absolutely right, yeah, Al, sure. when it comes to the fan base and the way they react. Okay, um, wh- what do you think about Monty Williams and the rotation now? This this team went from maybe having a suspect bench to having some guys who are going to really have to fight for some minutes now.
1: Well, I think um, uh, there's going to have to be some adjustments made. And as you have already mentioned, the new faces that are coming in have got to uh, win their playing time. So some things are ahead. And uh, hopefully these remaining games after the All-Star break will get the Suns in the right position that uh, that they want to be. Uh, I think Coach Monty will certainly be able to adjust very well, and a lot will depend on how the new players, so to speak, are going to respond. Now, a couple of things I think we have to mention, and we've talked about this so much this year. Defending the three-point shot Mm -hmm. still is a problem for this team. Now, maybe a couple of these players that they've added that are strong defenders can help with that perimeter defense, but that still remains a problem, and as you know, the only thing that kept... The uh, uh, Sacramento Kings in the game last night was the three-point shooting. Suns just were not able to stop it. And hopefully the point guard position, the backup, will be solidified a little bit because uh, CP3 played a lot of minutes last night, and uh, you're going to need backup help there. So those are the things that uh, I think are still kind of question marks as we look ahead. Yeah, great great points, points, Al.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. As always, enjoy your week. We'll talk to you next uh, Wednesday. Sounds good, guys. Uh, One more game and then the All-Star break.